1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
2: Mark Hockman. You know what? I might get a breast reduction. Shut up, you can. jag off. Chatting Crowder. Go the Spinner.
3: Chicken and cheese is an
2: aphrodisiac. Alejandro Solana.
3: Rudy go there.
2: those are your weather you look slightly zooted <laughs> i might have tailgated a little bit sports thursday night football you can
1: watch it on your ring doorbell i had some whoopie in a bunch of Waffle house parking lot
2: is milk liquid cow
1: mr unlimited more sports there's pork but sometimes you gotta eat poke it's raining
0: The most sports. If you're in a pickle, just call Swickle. What's going on here? I ain't getting no action last night. The Huckman and Crowder extravaganza begins now. Bit of a sad day.
2: Not gonna lie. Bit of a sad day. A Little hauling oats here. I think the news shocked everyone. We uh, woke up today and find out Hall and Oates seem to have an irrecoverable difference. Hall more than Oates. Hall has filed a restraining order against Oates. (gasps) What? Hall and Oates, you can appreciate the greatness of Hall and Oates, right, Solana?
3: Oh, I like Hall and Oates. You you put me on Hall and Oates. And who was banger after banger? Who Hawk, who was I'm forgetting his name, Kane's reporter that worked for the stations for a long time that loved Hall & Oates. Do you remember who I'm talking about? I think it was me. Other than you. I don't think anyone ever had
2: uh, uh, something about Hall & Oates the way that
3: I have. When I first started working for QAM, I forget who it is. I'll think of it. This guy would come on all the time, Kane's reporter, and he loved Hall & Oates. It was me. You're
2: confusing me with (laughs) Charles Bricker or someone. That was me. My first guest ever on 560 WQAM. I left 790. I sat out my three-month no-compete. Came on the air. You know who my first guest? It was me, Zach Krantz, Shay Tab, Victor Bermudez. That was the show. My first guest on this program 10 years ago, John Oates.
0: I wanted to
3: come out with a bang. And was it like, I've never even heard that interview. Do you have that interview?
2: I don't know. I'm sure it's somewhere. That whole first show is really just a nightmare in my mind that I can't can't seem to get rid of. You
3: have to send it to me. I need a year.
2: (laughs) Because I I was even on sports Sunday or sports final with Will Manso. and, And he's like, will you like to announce here on television who your first guest will be? And I was like, well, I can't even officially admit that I'm, Gonna be on five sixty because it really was like a whole contractual thing. But I held up a picture of John Oates. I have that somewhere. Jimmy, you know Hall and Oates. You have to love Hall and Oates, right?
3: Yeah, it breaks my heart, man.
2: Breaks my heart. This is the greatest duo of all time. Here's the interesting um, lane that I have carved out for myself in sports radio. You know, to uh, after the the game Sunday. No one tweets at me or texts me, hey, what'd you think of Tua's performance? No one asks me, you know, uh, do you know how bad Devon HN's injury is? Nothing. I have been inundated with tweets and texts today. Hey, man, sorry to hear about Hall and Oates. What's your thoughts on Hall and Oates? And when I say it's a weird lane that I've carved out for myself, I love it. Really makes me smile. But, yeah, Hall & Oates, um, there's a lawsuit involving the both of them. It, this seems to be driven by Hall, the one with the beautiful blonde hair. Yeah. It sounded terrible last time I saw him in concert with Will Manso. by the way.
3: I was going to say, didn't you go watch Hall? This was like a year ago. I remember because a year ago. we played that day. We only played Hall & Oates. I uploaded, like, 17 Hall & Oates songs. We only played Hall & Oates. And by the end of the show, I'm like, I can't believe you've heard this much Hall and Oates. Now you're going to go watch them. I would have been sick of them by then. Well, let me tell you something. You wouldn't have been as sick of them as Hall is sick of Oats,
2: Because <laughs> he filed a restraining order.
3: Um, J.T. Wilcox, are we playing all, by the are we way. Are playing
2: all Hall and Oats today, Jimmy? That uh, that all day?
3: Yeah, that's all day. All right. I'm with that.
2: It's a shocking morning.
3: J.T. Wilcox is who I was thinking of. Oh, loved, he likes Hall and Oates? Loved Hall Notes. because when I used to produce for Dono, he'd come on with us to talk Canes. He only wanted to hear Sarah Smiles every yeah. time. Yeah, remember Javon Holland? He said Sarah Smile. Big Hall and Oates guy. Oh yeah. So what and happened Philly here? Do we know? Down. Do we like? Is there any info? Hall, Hall did a uh, Hall
2: did a, a podcast with Bill Maher. Um, I think it's called Club Mar, something like that. And uh, this was a little while ago, and he said, "They." I guess Bill Mar was asking him about oats. And Hall, very kind of cranky old man style, said, uh, "Yeah, he was my business partner because I, I guess Bill Mar said something about your songwriting partner, your your partner, and he's like, no, no, no." business partner we're we're not we're not partners in music i did all the melodies i like and listen i'm pretty sure hall is the more talented of the two i'm not certain and but i guess uh hall has reached some sort of boiling point with oats
3: yeah he, uh, he pulled a jada pinkett smith talking about her partner
2: yeah it, it the whole thing is kind of strange I uh, it's sad and let's be honest thanksgiving is ruined. So everybody, throw out your birds. Yeah, because Hall and Oates gave us the bird. <laughs> we got the bird a day early. Gobble <laughs> gobble, Hall. You know what that means? Hard Knocks was amazing last night. Did you watch so it? Good, so Did you good. watch it, Jimmy. It was awesome. Oh, you texted me. Yeah, you were getting goosebumps. I, I was too. It was so good. Now, who is this uh, linebackers coach? Is it Anthony? Is it Campanelli? Is that how he pronounces his name?
3: Campanelli, the Italian dude, right? Yeah. 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 He gave that everybody knows how to speak ass whooping speech. So good. Brilliant. So good. The
2: guy stole the show. I think it's Anthony. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. I think it's Campanelli. He fired up the team. That was great. There, There is. We have such great sports on the docket tonight. First of all, Heat and Panthers. Thanksgiving Day football all day tomorrow. And then you got the South Florida sports equinox on Friday. Yes. I mean, the, you know, like these, they, like starting tonight, I am going to be hunkered down. Actually, we're meeting a couple for dinner tonight, but regardless, I'm going to get home early and I'm going to catch the end of some of the games. But tomorrow, football all day. Bought a cookie cake today at uh, Publix. Mm. little happy Thanksgiving cookie cake. And then uh, Friday... Haynes noon, Dolphins three really looking forward to this. We're gonna to try to get past the Hall of Notes news today. We'll do our best. I don't know if we can. Hall of Notes uh, Hall Notes, Hard knocks, I think was a uh, a roaring success just based on what I saw on social media. Now I don't know what people outside. We can ask Zach Elb. I don't know if he watched it or not, but uh he's gonna join us today. Wonder how people outside of Miami took it all in because Mike McDaniel if he's not yours you might just think he's
3: an odd bird yeah but if he's yours like we love him i mean i thought it was cool he started off hard knocks by saying this is not right. going to be a distraction if you don't let it be a distraction and and usually hawk coaches try not to mention hey hard knocks when they're on hard right. knocks he they comes don't out not like right. they, yeah
2: they say oh we you know come on business you know like he's like yeah we got cameras. We got stories. I'm not changing.
3: Campanelli though. Campanelli pulls Holy out show. pulls out the Vince Lombardi quote. He mm. brought it strong for hard knocks. Cursing like a sailor. You know, mm. he brought it strong for hard knocks. Not just Campanelli, that Mike McDaniel curses like a sailor. Crazy. We knew that though. Like he he's he says it all the time. Yeah, you know, I, I have to turn it down when I'm in front of you guys speaking to the reporters. But, dude curses, man. He curses.
2: Anyway, we'll uh, we'll talk with Zach Gelb today from the CBS Sports Radio Network. Doug Plagans, there's a huge Panthers game tonight. It is sold out. Boston Bruins in town. But also, we would be remiss on a day before the day that's all about food if we didn't bring on Doug Plagans. So, we have a lot to get to this afternoon. Let us begin with headlines in our own
3: oats, or Hall, Alejandro Solana. Driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. First of all, Nacho Gate, I thought, stole the show last night. And they, they kind of couched it at the end, which I get at the time that it happened in the game. Like, it can't come out the box with it. But Nacho Gate last night, I thought, stole the show because Tyreek's wife... Kind of hit the nachos out of the dude's hand. Let's call it what it does. It was a hundred percent her fault.
2: I'm sorry. Listen, it just is what it is. You know, he's he's got the loose hands at the boat dock. Mm-hmm. She's got the loose hands up in the stand. Perfect for each other. Um, but I no, she uh she she moved her hand backwards kind of into the line of nachos. And so, but you know, it was no harm, no foul. Uh, the guy was very apologetic, as I would have been if it happened to me. Uh, and and she was covered in the, the nacho cheese, which can't be any fun, you know, in the hot South Florida weather. She had it in her hair. Everywhere. Her clothes. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I've had that happen to me. Like somebody spills a beer on you at mm. a game. It's happened to me a couple Ruins times. the whole game. It's just awful. And she handled it way better than I ever do because somebody does that to me and, and they try to apologize, you know, obviously you didn't mean to spill beer on somebody. They try to apologize. I'm just like, bro, don't just don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to you. She handled it pretty I well. I will tell you, you know, again, I'm not going to absolve him of
2: all the fault because if you're holding a thing of nachos, you've kind of got to be aware of everything going on around you. Mm-hmm. Better grip. So better grip. You have too. to have a good grip yeah. and you really shouldn't be holding them up. Like, it It's kind of it has to be in kind of a protective cocoon mm-hmm. because people are going to flail their hands at sporting events like that's not out of the ordinary. So I'm not going to absolve him of all the guilt. I'll
3: assign him 23 percent of the guilt. OK, so she gets what, like 84 uh, percent. Correct. Also, that's my problem with nachos after halftime. You assume, Hawk. Late in the game, things are getting good, right? Mm. Uh, tight tight game. Dolphins need to score. You're expecting excitement. I try to down everything first, second quarter, where if I'm holding a beer and nachos, I can just sit down, right, until I finish what I got to finish. But who's, by that point – Who's hungry
2: in the second half anyway?
3: Like, you should have done all your eating in the first half. Yeah. Who's
2: still hungry?
3: Yeah, it's time to lock into the game, bro. Lock into yeah. the game. yeah. I'm with you, though. Like, she clearly hit it out of his hand, so it's not really his fault. But you got you to gotta, you gotta get better grip. Let's go. I'm saying there's a little bit
2: of fault at both. He gets 27%, and she's at, like, you know, 91%. Yeah,
3: yeah, it checks out. Yeah. Because you know what happens, right? Like, that guy's mad at Tua Tungavailoa or Julian Hill for fumbling. Hey, brother, you got some responsibilities in the stands, too, man. Don't fumble the nachos. Right. And he's got, you know, obviously, uh, those are,
2: listen, if that's a Panthers game, that's probably $37, <laughs> that thing of nachos. Dolphins game, I'm going to go with that $16. Easy, you know, he easy. probably lost, you know, $4 worth of uh, chos and cheese.
3: Yeah, that's tough, man. Never want to lose chos. You see uh, the cornrow era from Tua Loa. So all the reporters are saying it's over. I don't know if it's over, but for the time being, no right. cornrows on Tua. He's got the he's got the hair, blowed out. He could just go back, get it straight up. Sure. For uh, for Sunday, so I wouldn't. You know, I saw all the reporters saying cornrow era over. Let let's not uh, let's let's it not feels, get crazy. feels and
2: and Crowder's not here to discuss this with knowledge, so I'm just guessing here. It feels like cornrows would be very tight. It would feel tight mm-hmm. on because it's pulling on your scalp. Yeah. And so I would kind of equate it to a. Uh, uh, braces when they tighten them, and uh, Tua got through a game, and he's probably like, you know what, I'm gonna loosen things back up here. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. We're probably not the right uh, group of dudes to be discussing this, right? Because I'm losing my hair. Yeah, that's why. So the Dolphins they do play Friday. There was some uh, some news. I have a bunch of notes from Hard Knocks. I know we're gonna get to it throughout the show, uh, but. As far as what McDaniel said today, Devon Achan has a big day of practice ahead of him today, and obviously that practice already took place. This is what McDaniel said prior. Quote, he's going to want to play on Friday, and he said that the Dolphins, they're not concerned about further injury, but instead how much he'll be able to do on Friday as he deals with that knee injury.
2: I love all the people texting in, correcting the math. That's the joke, people. Do you listen to this show? She's got twenty four percent of the blame. He's got thirty one percent of the blame. There's
3: your hundred <laughs> percent on the Dolphins' offensive line. Quote: I'm very optimistic that Austin Jackson and Lester Cotton will play. He says yeah, Rob that would Hunt. Be good. Yeah, Rob Hunt. He's optimistic that he'll be dressed. Remember, I told you yesterday, Rob Hunt did practice, but uh, he'll probably. My guess is he'll be a game time decision on Friday.
2: How About the lineman uh, dinner. On uh, hard knocks. That yeah, was Yeah,
3: that was cool too. That was cool. There was a lot of cool stuff, man. Like was see, very good. Seeing Tyreek at good? home talk about just like, hey, I, I, I had to enter a different stage of my life. I got to be a husband, a son. Uh, I, I'm a businessman. Got You got paid, Hawk, you know? Now he's looking at I love at all these
2: athletes, man. They, uh, Crowder's a perfect example too every waking moment they're working on a different business venture different uh project i cannot spend enough time on the couch watching tv like i i have all i want to do is play my wordle in the morning (laughs) then my uh, electronic blackjack throughout the day in the evening watch a couple of my programs go to bed oh they're all putting together i've got this clothing line i've got this seasonings i've got i mean we, you know
3: everybody's got have a million projects i just want i just want to lay on the couch you know who i blame all these motivational bros on tiktok and instagram oh yeah, settle down you got to wake up at 4am you got to do your morning breathing routine from 4 to 420 then 420 to 440 you and your significant other have to spend time together and figure out your day's plan then at 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. You're working on business. That hey, no, I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping at 4 a.m. What time you get up, Jimmy?
2: What time you get up every morning?
3: I get up at 10 a.m. 10?
2: Wow, I thought I got up late. 10 a.m. Wow. You stay up late Dude, though, right? You got to get it together. Right? <laughs> Life is passing you by. Have a get a project.
3: I'll work on that. You stay up late, though, Jimmy, because you'll text me at like 1 in the morning watching sports. So yeah, a little bit late. Like I say, 1, 2 a.m. Yeah, I, I do a little streaming.
4: I overslept
3: yeah. yesterday. I got home at like one thirty in the morning after Monday night heat game. I got up yesterday at like 10.15. I snoozed my alarms. Didn't have any more set after 9 a.m. And I was so nervous because I didn't answer Hawk's text for like an hour and a half. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Like I was, I I woke up sweating. Like it's ten fifteen already. My wife's
2: alarm. She sets an alarm for eight forty five. We would sleep till noon if she didn't. So she sets an alarm for eight forty five, and then she usually gets out of bed at nine. I lay in bed. And I got the electronic, the electric shut the uh, shades. You know, so when I when I want to force myself, I hit the button so that they uh-huh. you get the you get the bright sunlight in there. And then uh, I'll lay in bed. I play a little Wordle, text it to Jim Laranaga, <laughs> a pal in Whittingham, go through Twitter, got the terrible news about Hall and Oates. Tough to get out of bed after that one. Yeah. not going to lie. I-, I thought of you,
3: man. Like, I, yeah. I just want yeah, to give you a, a big hug. want to give you a big hug. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Tonight, Panthers host the Bruins, 7 p.m. Game sold out at Amarant Bank Arena and Hawk. Panthers have been selling out games, so I'm not accusing Panthers fans of this. But I I do wonder tonight how many Bruins fans are gonna. You'll be have there. a bunch, yeah. but I'm telling you, Monday night, who was it?
2: Edmonton. Edmonton. The Place was packed. Slant. Panthers fans. Yeah. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm thinking many more Panthers fans tonight.
3: Yeah, Bruins are uh, are very good. They have 29 points. Cats right behind them though with 25. So big one tonight. No Barky. Again, 7 p.m. puck drop. All right. Heat play the Cavs. 7.30 from the land. It is the Max struce revenge game tonight. How about this?
2: I mean, come on. Got to shut him down like he's Jeremy Lin playing for
3: the Knicks. Hawk, if Max struce gets shut down and Duncan Robinson balls again tonight, whoo, come on. the narratives write themselves, baby. Um, on no, Tyler, no, Jovich, no, Kane, no, R.J. Hampton, no, Swider. This one's uh, you know, interesting. Kevin Love, personal reasons listed as out. This would have been his first game back in Cleveland.
2: Yeah, we know what the personal reasons are. You don't like Cleveland,
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that twenty-minute segment I had planned with Tommy Tighe on his return to uh <laughs> to the Cavs, not as much fun today. Bam is probable with a left handed Eric Reed even said to him post
2: game the other night on the post game interview? Eric Reed said, uh, "Enjoy your trip home." And uh, Kevin Love goes, Miami's home. That was his answer. Love that.
3: Yeah. Love that, man. Another Dolphins note, Jalen Ramsey named AFC Defensive Player of the Week. No surprise after his two INTs. Yep. And we got our full slate of college uh, of NFL football tomorrow beginning at 1230. You can hear all the action tomorrow, 1230, 430, and 830 on WQAM. Yeah, football feast. Yes, sir. Your weather from the DeMesman and Dover Law Firm. Call them 866-954-MORE for free consultations 24-7. Youraccidentattorneys.com. Another nice day in South Florida, man. A little breezy, around 80 degrees. That's your weather.
0: This is the Hawk and Crowder
3: Show.
4: I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, chicken, turkeys, rabbits, you
1: name it! Hawk and Crowder.
2: He is on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. You can hear him weekdays nationally on the CBS Sports Radio Network. He joins us here on Wednesdays, which is our final show of the week. Before we talk a little football here with Zach, reminder, Wear and Davey, that's where you can do all your holiday shopping. You visit the store on University Drive or check out Canesware.com. Hello, Gelby. Hall
1: and Oates not making any dreams this Thanksgiving,
2: I guess. Tell you what, it's my favorite duo of all time. Temple I guys, met, right? Uh, I uh, They're Philly guys, yeah. I think they I, both uh, went to Temple before they dropped I've met, out. I've met Oates. Oates was my first guest ever. When I switched from 790 to 560, I wanted to come out of the uh, box with a bang. Really? And uh, Oates was my first guest ever. I've been doing a Hall and Oates bit on the radio for 20 years. Yeah. Oates came on the show with me. And then I saw him. He came to Boca. There used to be a little club here in Boca. and he Boca Beach music. Club? No, it's not Boca Beach Club. And, uh, and I got to meet Oates, and we took pictures together. So I'm Team Oates. And this seems like it's all started by Hall. Hall seems to be the guy that is the, uh, the impetus behind the restraining order. It brings a tear to my eye to talk about Hall and Oates in a restraining order.
1: I'm really team, I don't give a crap, but since you just dropped the name and you took a side, I will be loyal, and I will fight with everything that you say but right until the wrote, end.
2: Yeah, sure, whatever you say. That's a real friend right there, Solana. That's a real friend. We're team Oats, uh, And I saw Hall and Oates about a year ago at, uh, at Hard Rock, and Hall uh, sounded terrible. Listen, he should file a restraining order against his voice. In fact, I think he may have that night. Good night, everybody. All right, let me talk football. So you did not watch Hard Knocks. You're not intrigued by the Miami Dolphins' in-season Hard Knocks. I'm
1: going to watch it tonight just because I've seen so many people talk about it. Maybe it's because I, I follow you two guys on, uh, on the good old cesspool of Twitter X, whatever we're calling it these days. So I guess my algorithm now gets a bunch of Dolphin stuff. So I'll check it out tonight in addition to that Barry Sanders doc. Yeah, it's funny. We used to go like the night before Thanksgiving, go out and just get bombed and drink and have a lot of fun. Now, today I'm going to be watching three TV shows the Barry Sanders doc, Hard Knocks, and then I'll check out my guy, uh, Stu Feiner, on the Barstool Sports Advisor show where he'll smash a bunch of pies
2: in his face. Listen, wait till you're, uh, I turned 54 on Friday. All I'm lame, man. Night, all I want to do at night is play Wordle. Uh, maybe a little online blackjack. <laughs> you,
1: you get your reading glasses <laughs> out?
2: I, I, I can't look at the menu anymore. What does that say, babe? I, I need help. <laughs> I have to have my wife hold it up across the end of the table. So I, can, so I can see the menu. Um, all right. Let's go through. I want to go through a few NFL teams here, Kel. Which team is real? This is a conversation we were having yesterday and then Monday when Crowder was here. Which team is real? Which team is Super Bowl legit? and which is not at the real, real level yet. I've got to see more. I'll start with the Dolphins. Uh, Wait, you're asking me if they're a Super Bowl contender? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, could you see them as currently constructed, the way they're coached right now, the way that they're playing, making it to the Super Bowl in Vegas?
1: No, I I can't, and and here's why. I know the AFC is not wide open. I I know the AFC is wide open, but in the three biggest games of the year, They got smacked by Buffalo. They didn't show up in the first half against the Chiefs, and they lost to the Eagles. I think the Dolphins are a good team, a very good team. I do not think they're a great team this year. How about those Bills? No, um, I'm not buying back just because they beat up on the Jets. They got to show me a little bit something more, and they have not been able to put it together consistently in the playoffs, so I am out on the Buffalo Bills.
2: All right, I'm going to bounce from conference to conference. How about the Detroit
1: Lions? in because I think they're either going to have the two or one seed in the NFC, probably the two with the way their schedule shakes out. they will be nine and two after tomorrow. And they're looking like they will win their first division title since 1993, win their first playoff game since 1991. And it could be multiple playoff games. If they
2: do get home field advantage as well. And you like your Goff? You think he can go to uh, and, and get you to the promised lanes, done it. He's been there before. I think Goff is one of those guys. Who's just a good quarterback.
1: Like he is Kirk Cousins, pretty much with a little extra playoff success, even though I think Kirk Cousins is the better quarterback. Uh, we've just seen consistently where it's now crazy that Detroit's like an actual good environment, that Jared Goffs have been in uh, better environments than what Kirk Cousins has been in.
2: The Baltimore Ravens.
1: In. I, I think right now they're the best team in the AFC. I think they're the legitimate contender uh, and the legitimate threat to the Kansas City Chiefs in on Baltimore. But, and I'll say something that I think Dolphins fans will sort of like. I know we always preface before the year, if Tua stays healthy, this will happen with the Dolphins. Lamar needs to stay healthy, which he has not been able to do the last two years.
3: I I knew you were going to say yes on Baltimore, so I was prepared for this retort here. You say you want to see the Dolphins beat a good team. I'm with you, by the way. Like, I think that's fair analysis even though all three of those losses were away from home, but whatever. What is ba- Who has Baltimore beaten outside? They, they've got the pedigree, though. Um, done it wait, hold more. on, hold on. I'll
1: answer your question, and and Hawk is right. They do have the pedigree. They crushed the Seahawks and the Lions.
3: Those two games weren't even close. They, they weren't even close. Both of those games were at home for them, okay. I'll just add. You, and, and the Lions The and the Seahawks, I mean, I guess that's where we differ. Like, I don't consider them Super Bowl contenders every time the Bengals have, like, they lost to the Browns, they lost to the Colts. Like, wouldn't you rather have a team that's really good against bad teams and hasn't faltered against bad teams than a team that has really bad losses against really bad teams? You should run for office, Solana,
1: because you asked me a question, I gave you an answer, and then you <laughs> go, oh, what are you talking about? Those aren't two good teams. The Seahawks made the playoffs last year. They're going to make the playoffs again this year, and the Lions were hot down the stretch last year, and right now they're 8-2, and two, about to be 9-2. and two. So let me ask you this. What is the best win of the season, in your opinion, for the Miami Dolphins? Then,
2: the Dolphins, yes, what's their best it's win? And Den- it's the it's Denver, Denver game, game. they it's won 70. Points, oh, 70 The NFL teams do that, and by the way, that team is very hot right now. That, yeah, day. yeah, yeah,
1: they, they found they a are. way to pull two games out the, the last two hey, weeks. I know they won four you're in a row,
2: miss every win that they have, uh-huh. and going to embellish every loss,
1: but still, what's better? The win against the Denver Broncos for the dolphins or 70, the ravens win up
2: give it give the win it's proper do
1: wonderful spectacular or would you rather crush the the seahawks and the lions i rather broncos. crush the seahawks and the lions than just yeah, the broncos. broncos for me yeah it's cuz you guys are a bunch of homers it's fine
2: <laughs> how about the chiefs kansas city chiefs
1: Yes, uh, I, they are a contender because here's why. We did this whole vulnerable dance last year about the Kansas City Chiefs. They can't win without Tyreek Hill. They still got to the Super Bowl. We're down by 10 at halftime and won it all. Uh, Kansas City is vulnerable because their offense is not great, but you look at their defense, and I said this since week three. I even texted this to Steve Bagnola. How about that for a name drop? Hawk is uh, dropping names, and I'll be dropping names. Ew. And I said, your defense – is so good this year and not getting enough credit nationally. Um, so I
2: do and he think responded, that. Who is this? The defensive coordinator of the of the Chiefs? Come on, he's one more. He Super responded Bowls. to your text. Who is this? Wh- what and do you how mean? How'd you get my? And how'd you get? Didn't you, oh no! You texted him. Yeah, he's like, who is this? How'd you get my number? I,
1: I have rubbed elbows next to Steve Spagnuolo at a Super Bowl party. Um, I know him well from uh, my time in uh, Philadelphia. You so. call him Spags? Uh, yes, I do call him oh. Spags. And he came on with me the day after the Super Bowl uh, last year. So I know Spaggs uh, a little bit, yeah, Steve Spagnola. And uh, I think the Chiefs, if their biggest concern is their offense, and there's really only one other contender in the AFC, and that's the Baltimore Ravens, even though Solana doesn't like that, then the Chiefs are still automatically alive.
2: Philadelphia Eagles, obviously, are in.
1: Yeah, without a doubt, they're the best team in football. They're 9-1 and one and still haven't even played their best game yet. Jacksonville
2: Jaguars.
1: Out, and here's why. Similarly to the scale of the Dolphins. When they've gone up against those really good teams, we saw against the 49ers, they got blown out. Against the Chiefs, they could only put up nine points, which actually was better than the offensive performance they had up against the 49ers. The Jaguars are a good team, not a great team, and I thought going into the season, they could be a super team this year. How about the 49ers? Yeah, because of the roster and because they're healthy now, and when they are healthy, Brock Purdy plays like a franchise quarterback, even though I think he's more of a system quarterback right now.
2: And finally, the Houston Texans.
1: In terms of getting to the Super Bowl? Yep. No, uh, not not getting to the Super Bowl, but they will, with the way their schedule is, they will win 10 games and they will be a playoff team this year.
2: Now, we read yesterday on the air, you retweeted uh, a tweet about Dan Campbell not liking turkey, only liking it if it's fried and uh, he he prefers ham, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving. And you said your first two words, I believe, were turkey sucks. Yeah, it's not um, good. You don't like turkey on Thanksgiving.
1: I don't. We dished the bird years ago. It was a waste. And my grandmother cooks a very good turkey. But lasagna is the featured dish in my Italian uh, household in the italian side of the family and the lasagna is just to die for there's no need for the turkey for this has been a four or five year your haul and oats bit this is my bit with turkey being overrated and four or five years i'm the voice for the voiceless people have reached out to me they said yeah las- uh, lasagna the move yeah turkey stinks we're accepting of any kind but the turkey kind so dan campbell big voice big support with him saying all right, I like to stuff my face with ham. But he better not be a fraud on, on Thursday after they beat the Packers. I don't want to see him eating a turkey leg for the TV you know cameras. No, he will. I he, mean, he, no, he no, will. no. He does that. He's out. He's gone.
2: Goodbye. So fire You don't like turkey at all ever? Like a turkey sub? Not Nothing? a fan. Never never turkey. Sliced turkey. No, like I had it growing up as a kid. Never really go, loved it. I, I'm saying you wouldn't go get a turkey uh, turkey and cheese. No. Wow you like, Gabagool?
1: ghoul. Yeah. Oh, chicken. Of course. I love chicken. Gabagool.
2: Yeah. Gabagool and cheese, though. We can all agree.
1: I, I probably the, uh, the meal I probably eat the most throughout the week is is grilled chicken. Hmm. I had a I now, grilled chicken last night with bacon on a uh, nice little bun it was phenomenal.
2: Hmm, that does sound good. Uh Medicine, now how about tomato this? To keep it healthy. The uh the halftime acts tomorrow. Oh, I don't know who they are. Games. I'm going to tell you who they are. You're going to tell me who's the best. Can that's you take direct, you, me you, higher? A legendary performance by Creed yeah. at the Cowboys halftime. Uh, what was that? About three, four years ago, maybe uh, like legendary 20. performance. <laughs> um, the early game tomorrow, Packers and Lions. The halftime act is Jack Harlow. Um, What's popping? Yeah, that's not terrible. All right. The halftime act for the Cowboys game, Cowboys and Commanders, Dolly Parton.
1: Legendary, and she was Legendary. on uh, SEC uh, with Jenny Dell, getting interviewed at the Tennessee game
2: last week. That was a good interview. That was fun. And then uh, finally, late game, 49ers and Seahawks. Steve Ioki They're doing an EDM,
1: Steve. I like Steve Ioki the The first one and the last one, they're good. I just don't know how they'll play. Like, what in are we an, doing? NFL? Here? Yeah. Stadium. What, are, what are
2: we doing here? It's an NFL stadium. and like,
1: what are we doing? Like, I love rap. Like, I was a big Wiz Khalifa fan, and then in college, I saw Wiz Khalifa perform live, and I was like, this is awful. Just some guys are good when you listen to them, and they drop a recorded song. When you watch them live, they could be horrible. Wiz Khalifa, uh, Zach Gelb in college was, not a, was a big fan of Wiz Khalifa, but was not a big fan of him live. Huge, was very uh,
3: huge black and yellow guy, I imagine.
1: Yeah, of course
2: He was on his seat, black and yellow You know what it is, black and yellow, black and yellow So Dolly Parton takes the uh, the prize on those three? Yeah, I I would say
1: she would probably be the best uh, performer But the question just becomes, you know, I don't want to be this guy Past her prime? Just wondering. You know, she's up there now, in age. How how is she still I, I today? You, I don't know. Did you watch
2: that interview with her on SEC Network. Like, oh yeah, she was singing. You're right. She terrific. was singing. She's terrific. Yeah, she yeah. Great. I, I don't think she's past her prime. I mean, obviously, it's not her prime, mm-hmm. but I don't think she's beyond putting on a uh, a great performance.
1: Yeah, no. Like uh, my favorite musician of all time is is Bruce Springsteen and the legendary E Street Band. And I just saw Bruce over the summer, even when he was sick, and he was still phenomenal.
2: Actually, you know what? Last New Year's Eve, talk about being old. I stay home. I watch TV, and then you got Miley Cyrus. She does New Year's Eve from Miami, and Dolly Parton was uh, was the co-headliner. Uh, oh wow! It.
1: Well, yeah. New Year New Year's Eve. As I've grown older, I have found out is the most overrated holiday. Oh, Every, worst, everything is jacked it? up in price. You have to go out. You have to do it big. I am fine on New Year's Eve, just having a good like appetizer. A few drinks, sitting on my couch, and just relaxing.
2: Mm, playing a little Wordle, and I—I'm no, not a tell. Wordle guy. Oh, do I love Wordle? Man, uh, we're old. gonna run out of time. We did plenty of football here. Zach Gelb, you can hear him on CBS Sports Radio Network. Uh, have you been watching what Duncan Robinson has been doing with the Miami Heat? Have you been paying attention? Is the world aware? I, I've been seeing. Uh,
1: what was it? Was it Jason Jackson had like a great call that I heard the the other night. Uh, with Duncan Robinson, I, I've I've been watching from afar, but the Heat have been red hot, and uh, I know Solana's going to be probably sending me all the texts about all the Heat propaganda stats.
2: I mean, tonight it's Max Struess, the revenge game. He has tonight and Nothing Max Struess has been up, up than in that.
1: Cleveland. Have you been seeing what he's doing in Cleveland? Regular season basketball. All right? I, I wow. can't get jacked up about regular season Neither basketball. Neither could I until tournament. the Heat
2: started winning like this. And now so I, I think
3: it's very important. Do you want to win this in-season tournament? Yeah, of course. What do you mean? I mean, it, it's, it's a the chance to win a trophy. Of course you want to win it. It's, uh, that's what the heat culture is, is driven on, Zach. I mean, uh, hardest working t- – Toughest, uh, what kind of loser condition? question
2: is that, Zach? What kind of loser mentality question? I mean, is, you right? lace them up, the you go on at the court. The end of the season. You that's lace... what heat culture is about. Oh. The, heat not, the heat are not
1: participation trophy. Let's just make a trophy so guys actually play more. That's not the Miami Heat way.
3: No, seriously, I love the idea of the in season tournament. I bought in from the beginning, but I'm a big soccer fan, and I think it's a you're great a idea. Loser, I was just going to say, yeah, yeah, I'm a soccer loser. Yeah. I'm a soccer loser. Yeah. No, no it's a great idea. idea.
2: The in season tournament is very confusing to me. I've kind of checked out on it already because I can't figure out what's going on. Anymore. And also, math.
1: The courts are terrible. I yeah. tune in
4: yeah.
1: and it's tough enough for me to tune in for this crap where they hype it up. And I go, what the heck did they do to the court? I look yeah. like I'm watching like a, an Oregon basketball game and they always change yeah. up the courts yeah. and they're ugly.
2: Yeah, it messes with the rods and cones.
1: Yeah, I, I, I need my uh, my reader glasses for that to watch the uh, <laughs> all in season right. totally. let's
2: all uh, let's all when you go around the table and talk about Thanksgiving and what you give thanks for and what the holiday season means for you. Uh, just make sure you bring up Hall and Oates at yeah. your family meal I, tomorrow, and maybe you know say a little prayer.
1: I, I was gonna say I'm I'm thankful to 560 WQAM that they still employ Crowder, and he never shows up for any of these shows. <laughs> obligations he's, he's a he's, he's like an instagram superstar now i saw him shimmying and shaking during the dolphins game you know he's, a, a he's, little too much instagram model from crowder
2: he's in uh your area he's with the family they oh. got a uh, a very expensive hotel suite right along the route for the macy's thanksgiving day parade no he's not
1: he's going yes. there
2: yes oh. yeah he's up there he flew up they, they flew yesterday. He did uh, inside the NFL, and he and the family are we, staying in New York till Sunday.
1: We we got to go save our mans because he is just way too much just laying into this Instagram yeah. influencer culture. Yeah. The Thanksgiving Day Parade, I'm fine if my mom wants to watch it on television and delay everyone from getting in the car and, and making traffic just pile up. But if you go to that in person and you're not actually in it, I, I question a lot about you.
2: I think there's like 3 million people who are yeah. there, though. Well,
1: there's yeah. a lot of idiots in this country. Yeah, I haven't yeah, that. That. <laughs>
2: I'm not, that I'm not going to argue. Zach Gelb. <laughs> listen none him of us on are CBS an idiot. Let me tell you that. Network. Even Solana. He's a smart guy. Have a great Thanksgiving, Gelby. Be well, guys. Love you. There you go. Zach Gelb. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. <laughs> Hawk and Crowder.